Welcome back to the In the Quarantine podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Alex Jefferson, Joey Nagel, and Garrett Jacobs Meyer. What's up? Uh, it's April Hi. Fool's Day. I hate April Fool's Day. Why? Yep. There's April nothing. It, like, there is no good April Fool's joke. It's no. just like, hey, it, you have something on your face. <laughs> April Fool's. Like, it's stuff like that. I mean, you make Garrett laugh, so there must, it must be kind of good. No, I agree with that. April Fool's is stupid. I hate it. Yeah. There's one good part of April Fool's Day. What? Yeah. Happy birthday oh. to our good friend, Scott Cruikshank. It is we your birthday. Okay. Never mind. Yep. Happy birthday. I was going to say something, but I forgot. <laughs> April Fool's. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> good one. He got you. This proves my point. Um, so <laughs> what have we been doing in quarantine? It's day 20 now that we've been is like Is it this. really? Yeah. Check my Twitter. Joey, Joey's um, daily quarantine tweets have been kind of going off the rails here. Um, Did you read us the latest one? Yeah, let me get it. No sports, day 20. It is April 1st. Great joke, guys. Let's resume normal life. I cannot partake in sports betting. I miss McDonald's on the beach. <laughs> the meme below <laughs> is directed towards the sick people who made up the coronavirus. Say psych right now. Thanks, Joey. Wow, that's great. Yeah, what have we been doing? Uh, I played Fortnite uh, with uh, Juju, Smith-Schuster, John Ross, and uh, Kyler Murray. That was pretty cool. Really? They killed me, but yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. That is pretty that was cool. Smart. This, what happened? I don't know. We just loaded into the same lobby as them. Were you trying and... to like stream snipe them or something? No, like completely unintentional. What? Yeah, it was just a hundred percent chance. You at least give him a fight? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> Juju took my head off. I've uh, I've been building Fenway Park in Minecraft. That's been a thing. I've been. Uh, it's not very good. It looks really kind of stupid. I think it looks. That's good. pretty cool. I think. You gotta respect the effort, though. But for the past five days, I've been taking a hundred jump shots at the uh, Blazers basketball court. So. Um, how many of those and are you making? I've been counting them. I, I have the numbers, but I actually remember them. It's only five days. So I, I first, I started with 32 made out of 100. That's really bad, I know. You could call it atrocious. And then I got to 43. And then I got to 50. Ooh. And then I got, um, I shot down. I got 40 yesterday, 40 and 60. And today I got 52. So Very cool. Good stuff. Fundamentals. I'm not playing basketball in any way. I'm just waiting for the summer so I can dominate my friends. <laughs> I already do, but you know. I've been working out and running and lame, bro. Uh, playing Mario Kart because I don't have Fortnite, nor do I want Fortnite. So sorry. Fortnite's Johnny. good. Fortnite's fun. I've, I've been, been playing, playing a MLB lot. the Show. Yeah, I was just about to say that. A lot of MLB the Show. What's your record? Um, five and fourteen. Yikes, dude! dude I'm okay, eleven Baltimore. and two. Well, yeah, it's my first year doing Diamond Dynasty, so I'm not that great. But I got a pretty good team. I got ninety-one Jeff Bagwell at first. Yeah, I have Eck as my closer. <laughs> it's nice when I you're pretty it. good. Still not able to overcome how bad you are, Jason. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my team just, is nasty. No. Yeah. You just, it's all, the key is to pitch. You pitch like you would in normal life. You, you nibble at the corners yeah. and you mix your pitches. 
No, I'm a great pitcher. Like I always lose like one to nothing because I can't hit. Like I got, um, I struck out 21 times against some dude earlier today. You Darvish. That's that unfortunate. Tough. Yeah. Especially since he's a 78 silver. No, it was the 81 gold. Oh. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, he was mm-hmm. a silver last year. Never mind. Garrett, are they speaking in gibberish to you too? You gotta. Are Whatever. you using zone hey. hitting? You gotta use zone hitting. Yeah, the PCI. Yeah, I use that. Yeah, it's just about timing. Yeah, no, but like that's all we have right now is that video game baseball. So, like, I did enjoy your stream the other night. Yeah, um, we are are streaming um, MLB the Show simulations because that's all we have right now. Um, I'm streaming one game from each series, so I just streamed a game from the uh, Baltimore Orioles series and then next up is tomorrow thursday it's the home opener at two o'clock joey and i will be commentating that game you can find yeah what there's no commentary i need commentary we're only commentating like one game a week because i don't want to do every single stream i'll do i'll do the other ones i'm great yeah you don't have a ps4 you can't i also can't see clearly so i don't have a game they should they should be the on-field reporters (laughs) going down to garrett jacobs meyer live (laughs) yeah that went surprisingly well though we got like over a hundred views, and um, like people were into the game. I was way too into the game for it to be a fake. Yeah, game. I noticed. I noticed it was nice actually. People Bullpen blew the game. We lost. Um, wasn't felt like best, real life, but it was realistic. Yeah, because that's exactly what happened. Matt Barnes gave up a home run to blow the lead, tie game, and then they just fell apart in the ninth and gave up a walk off to the Orioles. Uh yeah, just like just like the real thing. It's great. Really making us excited for the season. <laughs> so if when will real baseball start? It's not looking great. Um, it's not looking good at all. The MLB and the Players Association agreed that the season can't begin until there are no bans on mass gatherings, no travel restrictions, and medical experts determine games won't pose any risk to fans or players. So I don't think it's going to happen then. So That's yeah, a lot never. of boxes that they need to check that I don't know how close they are to checking. The one caveat, though, is that they will consider playing games without fans and on neutral sites. So that helps a little bit, but still, those are some like heavy requirements. Yeah. I mean, maybe July, maybe July 4th. They're targeting July right now, but I don't know. I mean, if that happens, we'll probably have to have a shortened season. And they're talking about going in like regular season goes into October, maybe like playoffs in November and December. That would be insane. So I've been, uh, you know, we have these social distancing guidelines on a federal level. Uh, it's, He's been trying to leave it, president has been trying to leave it to um, the governors to decide what's kind of coming on, but he has his own federal social distancing guidelines till April 30th as of right now. Yeah. Um, when you have social distancing, distancing guidelines from a federal level, you can't play baseball when Massachusetts isn't allowed to have fans, but like Colorado is like, they're not going to, they're not going to do that. So you well, need yeah. to have a universal kind of thing. Toronto universal- banned all public events until June 30th. Exactly. That doesn't include sports, though. I thought it did. No, it didn't. I'm pretty sure it didn't. They clarified it. I can double check. It seems like states and federal government, they're just going to keep pushing the date back because it doesn't really seem like we're that close to a resolution on this whole thing. We're Um, not. We're very far off. Whenever you decide that it's okay to play baseball again, you need to give the players some kind of spring training because they can't just jump right into playing regular season baseball games. So you're going to start a little bit of spring training. So that's like another 
half month, month that you're going to not have real baseball games? So the Toronto... Yeah, and the thing is... Go ahead. I'm just saying the Toronto uh, ban, it says focuses on city-led events. So I would guess like parades and stuff like that. But Concerts. it doesn't it doesn't explicitly rule out professional sporting events. So I'm going to read, keep talking, I'm going to read the quote, the direct quote. Go right, yeah. right to the primary source. But also, I'm fine if they play yeah. games without fans. Like, as long as baseball is being played, I can live with there not being fans for a couple months. Like, if that's what it takes. Yeah, I mean, as long as we have, I mean, even if they just stream it, like, so that we can watch it. Like, when they streamed all those home opener games for all those different teams last week, that was so much fun. Yeah, the opening the stream at home thing, that was cool. It was. I really enjoyed watching um, the first, like, the 2004 game, like, live. That was really cool. I've watched that game at least four times so far now. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was fun. It was really it's entertaining. Great. I love it, yeah. And they've been replaying um, the Bruins 2011 hockey run on Nesson. That's been nice. Yeah. Yep. I disagree with the well, no Jerry, fans. Who's that? About, um, that was my mom. <laughs> Oh yeah, by the way, anything less than any season that's less than 100 games isn't worth playing in my opinion. Yeah, cuz whoever gets crowned champion can't really call themselves champions with a shortened season yeah, like that. Yeah. Like even anything less than 120 is like very iffy. Yeah, cuz I mean then you're talking like less than 75% of the season is it yeah. really even a season. But at the same time like as a fan, I still want baseball to be played no matter how many games it is. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same. So I was thinking about the no fans thing. I don't know how the MLB will make up that revenue for no fans because even when you have no fans at baseball games, it's not going to be the same even with TV revenue. I don't think you're going to get the same kind of people watching. You know, I, I don't think the buzz will be as great when you have a no fan MLB opening day. Yeah, you only uh, get the diehards. Exactly. So that's why it's probably not worth playing. It's just it's they, just a big loss in terms and, of um, revenue. I, I saw a lot of people floating around the idea of like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to shorten the season in general. Like, what do you guys think about that? Just uh, not on a coronavirus level, on like a, the baseball season should be a little shorter. And people are the season never needed to be. Well, you have idea. It limits rest days. It makes it so people, you know, if people go to like. What, three games a year or something like that or one game a year it makes it so they can have less opportunities for that more revenue per game stuff like that um i think a lot of people who aren't real baseball fans enjoy that idea i was just i don't know I, I, have you guys ever heard anything like that anyone talking yeah about i mean the whole like baseball is april through october it's what keeps us like it keeps america occupied in the summer when we have no other professional sports and I mean, yeah, the players probably need more rest days built in, but does that mean like chopping 20, 30 games off the schedule? I don't I don't think that's reasonable. It would just mean extending the season a couple more days, and that's what they've been doing. They started a week they've been starting it a week earlier and Yeah. They finish at the same time. It's fine. I don't think the players are complaining. I mean, there's two sides to it. There's the players and the fans. I mean, the players need more day offs probably because of injuries. And the fans don't want to miss out on watching their team play. So it's like a double-edged sword in that sense. But I've seen players like, I think Anthony Rizzo and Joey Votto say that they don't want a shortened season, like they want to play baseball. So I think the the season should be 162 games. Well, how, how do you do that? I, I mean, you condense the season, you play pretty much every day. I mean, they do anyway, but 
how do you it's worked you for that? so long there's no sense in changing it now oh of course yeah but well, how do you do that for this it upcoming used to be short you're not going to be able to do that for this season there, there's no how way they're going to play 162 in 2020 I don't know if they're they already gonna, said that they're not. This is going to go into the summer. Yeah. It's going to go past yeah. July, I think. Yeah, I, It'll go into August before we can ever even think about like having sporting events. You I know? fully believe the MLB is not going to play in 2020. There's just no way with the guidelines that they laid out and everything that's going on right now and how it's not really getting better yet. I just don't see it happening. I don't know. Other sports are suffering too. The NFL, I don't know if they're going to have a smooth. They keep saying, like, they keep trying to predict. and you know, College football know. too. College football. All college about, sports. Uh, yeah. There was a report. There was a report I was reading um, that athletic directors think that if they had to skip a season, college football programs would just go under. You know, I was reading that. You know, I'm a Syracuse football fan, so it was tough to – I don't know. The other thing is, is like, say they skip a season, how does the MLB determine contracts for guys like Mookie Best who are on – I read read something like that, so let me see. I don't really like what they decided. I read that they had an idea, yeah. What they were saying – I'm not complaining. Well, yeah. Well, there's two different sides to that. But what they're saying is that players, like, it will count as a year, like a contract year. Like, they'll get paid for that year, and it will count against their service time. But, like, it's not going to reset the luxury tax for the teams, which doesn't really make too much sense. But this could benefit the Red Sox in a few different ways. First of all, Mookie Betts would have left the Red Sox and then not even played for the Dodgers before coming a free agent. And then the Red Sox have a chance to re-sign him then without losing him we at all. We also would never have to see Jackie Bradley Jr. play in a Red Sox uniform <laughs> ever again. Yeah, That's I mean, not well, nice. We have a lot of free agents in like this upcoming offseason. Like I think Brandon Workman. I forget all of them, but there's a few of them. Um, also, think about if we didn't trade Mookie Betts. If we didn't trade Mookie Betts, we would lose this season of him completely, which would have been the only reason to keep him. And the CBT wouldn't have reset. So, like, Heim Bloom I'm, saw it coming. He Heim saw Bloom it knew. coming. Yeah. He knew. He'd be like, yep, there's a pandemic about to hit us. Yeah. <laughs> Trade him. Like I said last episode, he's playing he chess while Yale. everyone else is playing checkers. He went, he went to, to Yale. Yale. That's true. <laughs> a real Ivy. Yeah. How do you play? How do you play baseball in December in New York? Or You don't. It would be on neutral don't. sites. Neutral site. So you put them all in California or Florida? Yeah, I, like they would be in Miami or like in domes. Like you could probably still play in Toronto because it's a dome. Okay, well, that's out of the question. But Well, no, it would be neutral sites. Like the yeah. Red Sox could play in Toronto. That that just doesn't it doesn't go well for the spirit of the sport. But if you're going to make a decision to say no fans, you're killing all that anyway, so you might as well. I mean, again, it's better to have some baseball – not played under the same circumstances and no baseball at all, in my opinion, just from a fan's well, especially perspective. Especially the players in the contracts. It's such a mess. Uh, I, don't, I think the owners with, um, you know, them sitting in their high-rise gold-plated, you know, penthouses, I don't think they'll be very happy if they lose a year on every contract that they worked for, you know? Yeah. They negotiated for. Um, yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, you also have to consider, well, is, like, the cost outweighing the game – like does bait bring like playing only a certain number of baseball games outweigh the losses that they'll suffer from like not being able to like have people in the stadium and like, cause that's, that's a huge part of revenue for the team. If you can get a hundred game season with the fans there, I think that's probably the best case scenario at this point, honestly. I don't think that's possible. 
I also don't think it's possible, but I would agree with Garrett that yeah. if it could happen, it would be the best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, a shortened season could also benefit the Red Sox um, with injuries. Like Alex Verdugo, he wouldn't miss any time, most likely. Chris Sale, if there's no season this year, him getting Tommy John surgery comes at a convenient time. Kind of. Uh, I wish he got it earlier. We didn't even talk about that last that last episode. So, so we asked all, you to talk about it, and you said no. Well, no, I planned to, but then I forgot. Anyways, we're talking about it now. Um, first things, Chris Sale. He waited a long time to get that surgery. He did. He was in what a long time ago that he needed it. He waited last forever. August is when I think he first went out with the injury. That, oh yeah, like, like led to this. Yeah, surgery. but here's what I, I think. believe they knew that whole time. I think even when he like even on our World Series year when he was like starting to hurt his elbow like when he hurt his elbow in like August of that year leading up to the the playoff run, I mean he might have even needed it then. Like the whole loose bodies thing can be a precursor to Tommy John. Yeah, it's happened before, and it happened to David Price a couple years ago in spring training, and he like completely recovered over the course of a couple weeks. So I think that's what Sale was hoping would happen to him. And um, it also happened to John Smoltz, and he knew he he needed Tommy John, and he continued to pitch for five seasons before he got it. So I think Sale was just trying to hold out and think, and like, on the off chance that it, it would like heal itself. And he just, I think he waited too long personally. So he had the surgery on Monday. And he's going to miss between 12 and 18 months, but they say it's closer to like 14 to 15 months. So that puts him in May or June of next season. Which so all things considered isn't terrible. Especially if we don't play this year. This whole, it's not a good look for the Red Sox. Um, just to kind of recap what in, you know, the media and everyone has really been thinking, oh, coronavirus, coronavirus. It's all been like hats off to the medical professionals. I hope we get sports back. Um, so this story has kind of gone under the radar, but he went, he wasn't allowed to have his non-essential surgery. So you can debate if his surgery is essential or not. Um, we'll do, I'll talk about that after, but long story short, he wasn't allowed to have it in Massachusetts. He went to California where it wasn't done yet. He went to California to a doctor who allowed him to and got that surgery done um, with the Red Sox permission. Now the Red Sox put out a statement. They said, we wouldn't have done it if we thought that the medical professional who did it, the doctor, if we thought that was taking away from someone who needed it because of the virus, we wouldn't have done it. That was their, that was their excuse. Um, either way, I don't think it's a very good look. And I know that it makes sense, but it definitely doesn't feel right. So I don't really blame Chris Sale. I blame almost the Red Sox. That Come on, man. You go out of your way. You move out of Massachusetts on purpose. You send the Chris Sale. Chris Sale was just listening to orders, you know? But Well, it's I don't think not, he lives in Massachusetts. He lives in yeah, Florida. But it works with the, the Red Sox doctors, right? So the Red Sox have to direct who, you know, who does it and everything like that. So the Red Sox approved him doing it in, in um, California. I think it was more that the doctor was in California. Like, so he had to go out there for it. I don't I think, think they, they had a doctor. I think they had a doctor in Massachusetts like that they were going to have do it. They had Dr. Neil L. Atrachi or whatever his name is, who's like the famous Tommy John surgery guy right up there with like Dr. Andrews, like those two guys. I think that's more of what it is. Here's the quote from the doctor who did the surgery. It's essential to their livelihoods. If you have somebody's career at stake and they lose two seasons instead of one, I would say that is not a non-essential or unimportant elective procedure. 
Yeah, so that's the thing. So this, these guys are making money off of their arms. So it's their entire livelihood that you're debating. It's their career. You know? It's their career. Um, but that I understand that. It definitely is important for them. It's just very interesting. Though. It seems like a very odd way to go about it. Because I think, let me check my, my fact here. I think they had a doctor in Massachusetts that they couldn't use. Um, that was my understanding of it. But they probably that. did. I mean, they they might have just wanted to go with someone who they knew, like, was able to maybe do it cheaper or maybe do it more effectively or maybe quicker with the whole pandemic. Like, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't really know the details of it. But I feel like a Tommy John surgery doesn't really interfere with like any of the equipment or resources needed to, like, deal with the virus. I feel like there's not too much of a connection between those. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but I also think that they need as much hospital space as they can get, and if he's doing it in somewhere that's less densely populated than Boston, where there have already been cases, like, Mass General probably needs about as much as, about as many as many rooms and beds as they can get right now because yeah. of the virus. So if there was somewhere that where he could go where there was less cases of it around, where he was safer, and where like that way he wouldn't spread it further if he got it. That was probably what they were thinking. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about millions of dollars like this, it, you can't lose a whole entire season by waiting to do the surgery. I get that. Like it's sports. It's not really a big deal on like a global scale, but like we mentioned, it's his career. And I feel like the earlier you can have the surgery, if you can do it before this gets even worse, like the virus, that's probably better because you don't want to have to wait until like December of later this year to get the surgery and miss even more time. If you can do yeah, it in a responsible way that doesn't interfere with any of like the essential virus uh, care, then I think that's okay. So this article I'm reading, it admittedly it takes the, the immediate, the headline is Epic Coronavirus Ethics Fail. So you know the angle that this story is taking. Yeah, uh, It quotes a a professor at Stanford that says it would be inappropriate to have this done. Um, the angle it's taking is like, there's a point where like, of course, to do a surgery, you need like masks and gloves and goggles and all that stuff. Um, everyone else would say, you know, one, one mask, one set of goggles and, you know, two gloves. Um, the issue is much greater than just that specific thing. It's on a mass production kind of level. And, um, we as a country have to find a way to to levy giant amounts of medical supplies in a super quick time. Um, but it, I don't know, it just takes the angle that it, it doesn't feel right, which is, I guess, makes sense. But from personal level, if I was Chris Sale, I probably would go get it done too because you're making money off of your arm. Um, I don't know. It, Noah Syndergaard did the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, He went to Florida from New York. So. I think this also connects to how like celebrities and athletes are able to get coronavirus testing um, earlier and more easy than like normal people. Like you have Marcus Smart who was able to get a test pretty quickly. All these athletes who are able to get tested quickly. Well, like the average American, like it isn't that easy for them. So well, I think it connects to that. The thing is now it's such a, it's such a difficult issue, but if you don't want to debate why the price is high, just the fact of the matter is that the prices of the tests are high and back when you heard about the athletes, like especially the basketball players, so what, who was it, the, uh, the Jazz? Rudy Gobert. That was at a critical time where they all got tested at the exact time where test, giving tests was the biggest issue because you had issues with you know, faulty tests from the CDC, um, 
stuff like that. So you had a bunch of issues like that, except the Jazz were able to get these tests. Now we've moved into the, almost the area where it's easier to get a test, um, but it's so expensive. So obviously money equals power in every situation in life. Uh, so the athletes can get it done. Um, it just stinks for the regular American people because it's such a mess. Cause you know, if you can't get tested, you're, you just think to yourself, well, I guess I don't have coronavirus and go back to work maybe earlier than you should. It's just a whole mess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't help with the fact that the American dollars value is just declining. Like we can't it, order as many tests as we would want to because our economy is the whole, the whole, the whole test thing is, is an absolute mess. I mean, we're trying to get the private sector to help it. The, uh, whoever regulates the medical so what is the fda they're just fighting to try and get things approved so they're not dangerous um we're doing our best it's it's just a whole mess but in the end professional athletes get whatever the heck they want because they have the money so that's how it goes yeah it's just a fact of life and if you're going to be angry about it now specifically you're almost kind of misguided because it applies every other time you're not in a crisis you know it, it the professional athletes, the people with money get everything they want. So if you're going to say like now it's the time to get angry about it, just you can be angry at any other moment in life. You know, that's just the way it goes. But. Yeah. Hopefully Chris Dale won't miss too much of next season. Cause, and hopefully the yeah. surgery works out for him because he's been struggling with some injuries and if we can get a healthy Chris Dale back. That'll be huge. Well, Tommy John surgery. I was actually, this is interesting. I think people don't really know this cause I didn't know this. I researched what it is. So it's that little tenon. It's obviously in your elbow, whatever, uh, that little tenon. But they, they actually take that out of somewhere else in your body. And this is obviously, this is typical for medical procedures. But it kind of blew my mind when I figured this out. So they'll take that from like your leg, your yeah, somewhere your leg. other healthy. That's in, yeah. That was insane to me. Yeah, when they you get, there, they do oh, that with your ACL too. Yeah, you know, when you get an ACL yeah. transplant, like my friend just got one. She had some, like some guy who was like dead or something transplant they transplanted his acl into her leg yeah it's actually insane and it's crazy to think to think about that i don't know surgeries are always dangerous you always want to avoid them i almost you know i think i think chris sale knew for a very long time i think the red sox knew for a very long time he was going to need this surgery um but and they kind of tried to pretend that everything was okay but you almost have to because surgeries every time you're getting cut open it's scary you know every time something can go wrong I think maybe one of the good things about the potential lack of a season and Chris Sale getting healthy and that we might be clearing guys off the books is that now the Red Sox have another shot at free agency, which they kind of messed up this year. Yeah. Like I, they have another shot. To and sign. we have money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but if we don't have to deal with losing every game i just keep thinking about how we lost we traded away david price we lost rick porcello and then we lost christel to injury and we didn't like replace any of them in the rotation except for martin perez who isn't even that great like i can't uh, stop thinking about you thank you he has the same Colin injury as Chris is good, but he's a bullpen guy yeah he's a bullpen guy I keep seeing people see like uh you know they say look at this red sox lineup how are we going to be as bad as people are saying um and well, people think, are kind of underrating us. Man. There's going to be a lot of high-scoring games. Yeah, our offense is fantastic. We just Well, I mean, our offense was number one last year, wasn't it? It was like the first. It was like third. 
It was first for a while, yeah, but, but I think it finished like second or third. We're okay. always we're always in like the top five in terms yeah. of offense for the past couple yeah. of years. We're we not going to be a below five hundred team. I don't absolutely not. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, I, baseball I, comes. My back. prediction for the season is probably like five and four. That's my guess. Five and four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'll be a fun uh, nine games. I'm concerned. Hey. I don't. I don't think hockey's coming back, which is depressing hey. for me. It's depressing, but we get the cup. It's not the same, obviously. I don't yeah. want it. Who's going to be well, like, I, hey, yeah, man, I'm not, those glory I'm not, days okay. of the Boston Bruins where they won a cup yeah. by default. We went to the parade. It was great. We all cheered for their regular season wins. Woo-hoo, guys. You can't even have a we parade all, because of the limits on public gatherings. Yeah, you can't even have a parade. We all met up in Roblox and had a parade. <laughs> That's what we did. I saw this. I was watching um one of the world news uh, with the cool guy. I like his voice. Anyway, they – showed this video of these this couple on like top of their roof or on their balcony playing music and then down the street there was all these old people on the sidewalk <laughs> like six feet away from each other like very far away from each other outside and they're all just dancing yeah and they were playing music it was like the greatest thing i've ever well, seen some guy ran an entire marathon on his balcony i saw that too yeah Did he you just see ran what? back so, and forth back like, and forth hours. <laughs> that's yeah. that that is truly like day 20 of nothing to do did you Speaking see Joey of which, Gallo? I'm gonna start some. Yeah, that was sick. He was like hitting Although, off the tee into a net in like his 13th floor like oh, penthouse yeah. with like the glass yeah, windows it's all, all around windows. Him. Yeah. Did you see that uh, with the the barn? Mitch Moreland's barn. barn. Yeah. yeah. Mitchie's barn is sick. I love that. Perfectly how, fits uh, him. Rod and Bogey have been playing Fortnite together like every day. Yeah. I've been watching like every stream. It's great. I'm going to start something new now. This is day 20, so I'm going to see how long it takes for me to become a left-handed pitcher. <laughs> I'm going to start my work every day, and I'm going to see if I can become a left-handed pitcher. Go take some jump shots, man. Try and get your, your stats up. No, I want to be a now switch his pitcher. His ball career is over. Switch pitcher. It is over. It came to a tragic end. I was. This coronavirus thing, it's scary and it sucks, but um, there's definitely – there's I no upside guys but like there, there's i know i miss all you guys yeah but there's there's silver lining right there's uh, everything we talk about with the uh you know the medical professionals working so hard you see the pictures of they could these guys these doctors my uh and nurses the, the nurses especially because when you the nurses have to be the communication between a family and someone sick yeah. So the work that they do and the emotional draining that they have to go through every day is just amazing. And if I can say anything from my tiny little platform that Jason gifts me with, it's just thank you to all those people who do that. And, you know, my cousin that has been out giving testing for, for a few weeks now, and she's just been in the car lines just giving testing, and she's a nurse. And yeah, it's just I, amazing, I amazing what these people can do. And just if you want to, it's just it's just great and i don't know if we're ever gonna rally around something in this country but you know i don't think we're now is the time i don't think we're ever gonna rally around a president again i just if we can rally around these amazing workers these no matter what your thoughts are about the virus even if you think it's just a flu like one of those idiots on instagram or twitter um just rally around these amazing people doing their job they're real life superheroes they are and they accomplish more and they save more lives and they help more people. And it's, it's just mind blowing how amazing these people are. So. And focus on the good news, not just the bad stuff. Like 
there's going to be a lot of bad stuff and it's going to be multiplying and multiplying and multiplying for at least, I mean, the estimation is they have a 10 day period that they send. They can go April 7th to April 17th as the is peak. How, when it's going to be the worst. Yeah. Right. So you're just going to turn on the news every night and you're going to see numbers double and they show you graphs and you're going to turn on money watch and you're going to see the, the red lines all over the place. And Ian still is sending me Robin hood links. He sent me a Robin hood link the day before this all went down the day before the market really started crashing. Um, I lost all, all my money. <laughs> Jason, how's your Tesla stock? You chase it as a Tesla stock, hey, bro. I bought into Disney now too, and that's gonna work out. That's um, great. Yeah, but you're not gonna make back like the nine hundred dollars you lost in Tesla. You, fine. you, you it's literally, fine. you no, 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 no. Audience, audience, I'm addressing you. Jason bought Tesla the day that it hit an all-time high. <laughs> literally, literally the day that they're in all time. <laughs> Everything is fine. Do you have a quote on that, bud? No. Um, <laughs> I'm in danger. Now put down to our sideline reporter, Garrett Jacobsmeyer. Jason, do you have a quote on your pathetic performance in the stock market lately? <laughs> um, we'll get them next time. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Want to get to the questions? Oh, I'd love to. I get to read them. Let's go. All right, everyone. Here we go. Questions coming at you from the fans, by, by the fans, for the fans. We have, what is the, by <laughs> KMP what? Miller, KYMP Miller. That's not a first name. That's just initials. Anyway, uh, what is your favorite part of the quarantine so far? Here we go. Some good news. What's your favorite part, guys? Becoming a left-handed pitcher. <laughs> um, Fenway's coming along. That's probably my favorite part. I've gotten to play some music too, which is great. So, I tried to put, start playing guitar. It's not yeah, going well. Me as well. I'm enjoying relearning how to play the guitar. It's cool to have yeah, uh, more free time, but it's way too much free time. But, yeah. Well, it really, really makes you cherish hanging out with people. Like, yeah, all I've been enjoying I decided like, to stay in. in communication with my friends. Yeah. Um, all right. Can Kyle Hart make the rotation? No. Don't know no. who that is. So, Jason, that's you. Uh, there's a well, not this year, but in the future, maybe. I like him. I think he has potential, but I don't really think he's gonna be like a star. Uh, he could be a back end starter in the future, but I don't like this year. Well, they also could not play this year, so that doesn't really help his chances. Um, well, actually, they were talking about if the season does happen this year, having the rosters expanded to like 29 or 30 guys. Mm -hmm. So there's yep. a chance we could have like a six man rotation, seven man rotation. He slides in. I don't know. I really have no predictions for what's going to happen because this has all been so wild. So maybe yep. I don't like it. In short, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> well said. It's sucky. Yeah. All right. Uh, Varin five 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 S asks twenty twenty one AL and NL MVPs. Ronald Acuna. I was about and, to say him. Um, I mean the safe choice is Mike Trout. He, he's got top three finish. Uh, I am going to go with Xander Bogarts. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll hold you that. The Reds, the Red Sox are going to be the team to beat in 2021. We're going to have a big resurgence and everybody's going to be like, Bobby Dahlbeck, rookie of the year. All right, here we go. No. Um, okay. Uh, favorite rappers. I'm going to start saying that Nas is the best rapper ever. Okay. Nas is the second best rapper ever behind Kendrick. And those are my two favorite rappers. Anyone else have an opinion? Kendrick. I like Nas. 
yeah. Jason listens to all the world. So yeah, Jason, you listen only country music, bro. That's crazy. All right, um, here we go. Red Sox diehard info asks, "What's your what's your go to quarantine snack? Everything, <laughs> anything yeah. I can find." Yeah, I've had to really be careful. I cut out soda for a long time, which I'm happy with. Um, but I have Gatorade, and it's just <laughs> as bad as it's just as bad as soda. Yeah. I know. So I've been saying I can only drink Gatorade after I've worked out in some way. So that's been my rule. Yeah, uh, apple. I tried to Cheerios, cut out soda. Low key slap. Also, peanut butter filled pretzels. So. This person, my mom got these microwavable breakfast sandwiches. They're kind of nice. <laughs> I'm a big they fan. Sound of, terrible, um, but they're they're not bad. I'm a big fan of popcorners. Mm. Those are good. Those oh, yeah. once you start, you can't stop. Right. Exactly. I eat like three bags at a time. Yep. My um my mom made chocolate chip apple banana muffins, and they sound yeah. like kind of gross, but they're actually super good. It's like banana bread with chocolate chips. That's delicious. Yeah. My uncle sent me a recipe for homemade um, soft pretzels. I'm going to make those whenever there's actually yeast in a store. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. We got a real question. Tony Glia is asking an uh, que- inquisitive inquisition. Hey, Tony. Oh, no. How are you um, doing? If Helen Keller became, became blind or de- and deaf at 19 months... How did she learn to communicate? Isn't there a book or like a movie on this that we had to watch at one point? Because I have these like weird memories of two, like this teacher plus Helen Keller, like crying with a like spout of water and she like understood water. Yeah. Does anyone remember what I'm talking about? I do actually. That I actually like that rings a bell. I don't know like anything else other than that. It was like a water pump. And I remember like that part. Yeah. They like, Put it in her hand or something. I don't know. Something. I don't know. People are yeah. smarter than me and they know. Miracle no, they like, Didn't they like write letters in her hand or something or like formed her hands in the sign Is language? It called, Garrett, would the the movie be called The Miracle Worker? I don't Wait, know. Let me go ask, I go ask my mom. And, no idea. Um, she was blind and deaf. You got me thinking now. This is I'm, good. Yeah, this, this will occup, occupy me for the rest of the day. Thank you very much. I don't know. I actually have no idea. Like you can but also ask the question though, like how do you teach like a newborn baby to end up like talking like we are right now? Like we're just making yes, sounds but, with our mouths and it means stuff. Yes, but she couldn't <laughs> talk, hear, or see. So. Right. So she found her right. own way to communicate. Just like what if she like yeah, what if she like made up her That's own language? That's she true. went and she touched she touched the water and then she put one finger up. And then the person who was like with her understood that whenever she touched water, it was one finger. So then, like, she started understanding the Helen Keller language. So Helen Keller Wasn't just she made an up author, words. Though? I thought she I won like an an award for being like a very good author. This is too deep. This author. is too deep for the In the Dugout podcast. It is. <laughs> no, no, she did write quite a few books. Um, How? Uh, and there were obviously a lot of books written about her, but yep. We gotta find this out next time. We'll find this out for next time. Yeah, we'll keep you updated on our uh, on our Helen Keller knowledge. All right, here she we go. She could have been an umpire if you think about it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying Mr. Clancy. I know it's Mr. Clancy, but I did it the is first it? time. I think so. I'm just gonna His keep saying. His name is Sean. Mr. Clancy. <laughs> Mr. Clancy. Seventeen asks: Think Padres deal for Myers and a starter could be back on? No, there's mm, no baseball. No. 
Maybe maybe <laughs> in the offseason. Yeah, the Red Sox know. made the only trade of the quarantine so far. Getting that dude from the Cubs. Yeah. Mo- Feel bad for the guy. Munoz. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny something. J. It's like the weird one. Spelled like Johnny Peralta. J-H-O-N-Y. I think it is. I think it's like, it starts I with a Y, I thought. Maybe it's pronounced Yanni, but Do it's I like... need to find out? Hold on. <laughs> Yanni. Hold on, hold on. I knew a Yanni one. Yanni Chirinos. His name is Yario Munoz. Or Munoz. Yario Munoz. 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 We got him. Right. World Series back on. <laughs> Think Sox at starter before season starts. What season starts, maybe. Uh, I don't think there's going to be much. I think it's going to be such a mess. I think it's going to be tough for teams to go acquire anyone in any yeah. way. Right? At this point, you might as well just stick with like Ryan Weber or Brian Johnson or whatever. I feel like you have to. There's so much uncertainty about this. All right, what do we got? Uh, Nick5567 asks, what does Devers do during the quarantine? He can't drive. He's 14. Uh, uh, Devers plays has been connect a lot of video games. Only rated E and E10 plus, though. Yeah. Uh, a, lot busted, of, a lot of Mario Kart, yeah. He busted out his Wii a couple weeks ago, apparently. Uh, he was playing some Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. I'm sure he has a stack of coloring books he's just working his way through. Mm, true. Maybe he's reading. Maybe he's doing like one of those book marathon things where you like read a certain number of pages and they pay for like... <laughs> Like your relatives pay for something, maybe he's doing that so he can get a ticket to uh to a game next year. He's probably like he stocked up on ice cream and he's oh like, yeah tubs of ice cream everywhere. Yeah, gonna be tough for him to drop that ice cream weight. Mm-hmm. All right, James Connolly asks, which Sox player would be which character in The Office? And before you answer this question, I would like to say that liking The Office is not a personality. Just to let all you guys know who watch The Office. So I don't, just out of like principle. But you guys can talk about that. Um, really I would go question. as. Can we do former? Because Sandy Leone would be Kevin. <laughs> Why? Because he's shaped like a donut hole. <laughs> Craig Breslow um, would be Oscar. Probably. Um, Brock Holt. Would have made a good Michael Scott, in my yeah. opinion. JD Martinez has to be someone. I could see JD as Jim. Yeah. I wait. Yeah. Yeah. Then who would be Dwight? Joe Kelly would be Creed. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. yes for sure. For sure. Who'd um, be Dwight though? That's. This is weird? guys. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is yeah. the uh, John Lackey. John Lackey. God. The yeah. Red Sox, the uh, Bleacher Report just sent a message. Let's talk about video games. PS5 or Xbox Series X, greatest franchise of all time. Th- oh, this yeah, is what We have no sports. This is what they're asking us about, Bleacher Report. Yeah. Thank wow. you. Thank you for that. All right. Um, final question. Samora20 yeah. asks, thoughts on the Korean Baseball League playing and wearing masks? I got to start saw... watching that. Dice yeah. K was pitching the other day. Really? Gotta watch that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that could be interesting. I, to I, I got that at some point. Yeah. Is that something that the Red Sox could do? Not the Red Sox. The MLB could do in any way? I'm no. just asking. Uh, we, don't even have, no way. we don't even have enough masks for the healthcare workers. Okay. Fair no, point. they're turning they the jerseys like, into masks. Them. That's true. Everybody's making masks now. Like Fanatics is making masks. Everybody. Do they work? Yeah. What? Do they what? Work? 
Well, I'm not positive they're, they work. They're, they're like a one-use thing. Yeah. I don't really know. Germs get stuck on the front. You just throw it out. Yeah, but they're tiny. That's my guess. They're tiny. <laughs> what do you mean? The germs are tiny. Yes. All right. If- we should try to get Dr. Fauci on the podcast. Yeah, he's been doing everything. We could probably do it if we tried. That'd be an awesome, awesome get. Oh, what about the dude from uh, CNN? Sanjay Gupta. Oh, yeah. Let's get him on, on the pod. We should get a doctor. And on. the Cuomo brothers. Let's get the Cuomo brothers. They're funny. One of them has the virus. I know he does, Chris. Yeah. They are great, I hate though. to see it, but they're what? funny. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, I got a soapbox to get on, if you guys don't mind. Go for it. I just wanted to say, and I think I've been listening to a lot of media around this, but no one has really said it the way that I would think it. Um, us, as high school kids, this is almost, especially seniors, this is a sucky time for everyone. But there's a lot of people who are like, you know, put that into perspective. You know, there's people who are really suffering. There's people stuck in New York. There's people stuck overseas. There's the healthcare workers working their butt off. Um, I just wanted to say that really appreciating the people that work really hard and trying to help the people that are suffering because of this, that it can go hand in hand for feeling bad in admitting that this stinks for everyone involved. So just because, you know, it's tougher for some people, you can, everyone listening, everyone here, you can still be sad about your prom being canceled. You can still be sad about not being able to see MLB games. You can still be sad about not having any certainty about the next NFL season. You don't have to, you can feel bad about everything that's happening because it sucks for everyone. Um, And it comes down to the principle of just be supportive of literally everyone because everyone else is experiencing this in a totally different way than you are. And because you sit there and I'm not going to sit here and cry about my, you know, lack of, you know, Disney's canceled. Why I can't see my friends, you know, but everyone's going through this in a different way. Um, everyone's going to get out of it in the same way. It's positivity and just tough it out. Listen to, listen to people, do your best. Um, and I just really want everyone to just extend a little love to each other and do your best to help get through it because there is a day on the horizon that we can get to. Um, and there's a day where I'm going to be sitting playing basketball with all my friends on a summer night. There's a day where you're going to be, you know, seeing your girlfriend again out of quarantine and just having dinner. There's going to be a day where we can go to your favorite restaurant and not worry about it. It's going to come. Just be positive. And I wish I had an American flag behind me, but I, I don't. So I can move over. Edit that in, Jason. No, that was great. But I just figured that I really needed that to be said because I was sitting listening to people get kind of around it. Um, in different podcasts or different shows, but I really wanted to, I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. It makes you realize how lucky you are. Like I'm still healthy. So appreciate all the time you get to spend with your family. Like, come on. When do you get to spend this much time with your family? Yeah. I've been playing cards with my family. It's been great. And you know, yeah, we've been like, trying to be nice to each other. So. <laughs> sure. It only lasts like a couple hours a day where you can bear that, but it's it's better <laughs> than nothing. And appreciate the fact that you still have people to interact with. Like, cause there are people who don't and that really sucks and they're going through a lot, but be supportive of everyone and continue to appreciate that you have us to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you ever, if you ever want to talk to anyone, Garrett Jacobs fires DMS are open. So <laughs> I, I'm not doing anything better with my time. So there you go. <laughs> One more thing I also want to mention too, like Garrett said, you got to appreciate what these doctors and nurses are out there doing every single day, risking their lives to save others. 
that's their job and it's incredibly hard, but we have a job too. We have to stay home. We have to follow the rules and we have to be safe because those people out there risking their lives to save other people, when we go out and we don't follow the rules and we hang out with people and continue the spread, that makes their jobs that much harder. So our job is simple. Just stay home and do the best you can to stay safe and healthy out there. Love Mars. you guys. Everyone, yeah. everyone listening and everyone here. And if you're missing cool. sports, tune into our live stream tomorrow for the home opener. Two o'clock on my YouTube in the dugout podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, Bye, stay healthy. Zoom is weird. <laughs>